This is Jim Kelly. Welcome to the Story Pod. Time travel is one of the most exotic ideas that science fiction writers have ever come up with. Because if you think about it, the prospect of dipping into the past or jaunting into the future brings up all kinds of philosophical questions about the nature of reality and free will. And yet, we are all time travelers, aren't we? We grow old, journeying toward the future, but without ever quite getting there. Instead, we are trapped in the persistent present. Here is a story about a man who, for a few moments, breaks out of our common trap and brings back unexpected tidings. But be patient, gentle listener, because before we can start this story, we must first get past its title, which is the longest I've ever written, and perhaps one of the longest in literary history. Beerhorst R.G., Sira B.L., and Jennifer R.P. Proof of the Existence of God in an Afterlife. Journal of Experimental Psychology, Volume 95, Spring, 2007, pages 32 to 36. Remember the future? said the subject. He fumbled an old envelope from the pocket crawling across his yellow T-shirt. Jennifer frowned as the kid wrote the words down. Remember. Future. No one had ever taken notes before. Time isn't a river, Jennifer continued. It's... Momentarily distracted, he glanced down at the questionnaire the kid had filled out as part of the experiment. It's a field. Subject was Timothy Corrigan, freshman English major, claimed he wanted to be a poet. Not only this second, said Jennifer, but ten minutes ago, ten minutes from now, and ten years from now are all within our range. Corrigan nodded. Time present and time past are both present in time now. Jennifer stared at the kid blankly. T.S. Eliot, said Corrigan. Burnt Norton. No, this is good stuff. He held his pen ready. So how do I remember the future? With the help of our apparatus over here, you can make brief and controlled excursions through the field in any direction. The first time he'd given their phony pitch to a subject, Jennifer had been shocked at how well it worked. Shock had long since given way to disillusionment. People were so bone-stupid about science. Give somebody a lab coat, a computer, and a dentist chair dummied up with readouts, and he could fool the world, or at least a naive English major. But I'm afraid I can't allow you to take any more notes, Mr. Corrigan. This is a secure area. You did sign the release. Sure, sure, I understand. Corrigan folded the envelope back into his pocket. Now then, your entire life exists and has existed from the instant of the Big Bang. All your lives. All? I don't suppose you've taken quantum mechanics yet. We could go over the equations. Wait, what did you...